0: Welcome to Soul Bodied. This is your host, Anna Kinkiela. This is a sacred space where we hold conversations on what it means to honor the fullness of our humanity and the expansiveness of our divinity. In this space, we embrace the complexities that are inherent in all of our experiences, welcoming in the messiness of all that we are as a pathway to knowing, embracing, and embodying the fullest expression of our soul in the human realm. We talk about leadership, embodiment, social change, psychology, spirituality, conscious business, quantum creation, politics, nature, movement and the body, relationships, building communities of true connection, and anything else that guides us deeper into leading from a place of wholeness and belonging within ourselves, and with each other. Welcome back to Soul Bodied. This is your host, Ana Kinkella, and we are going to be diving into the topic of sacred anger today, which is a podcast I've been wanting to record for some time, But it hasn't really felt like it's been ready to fully come out of me until now. So I'm excited to see what wants to emerge from the space and to also really start to peel back the layers of what anger has to teach us and how it can actually facilitate a deeper level of understanding and connection within ourselves, connection with our purpose And also a deeper reckoning of the parts of us that actually haven't had a voice for a really long time and are really needing to be heard in the space. So I want to talk about the utility of anger. I want to talk about how anger actually connects you with the roots of things within yourself that really need to come out in the world. And how anger is not actually this toxic, horrible thing that we have to make it out to be, but that anger has the potential to be sacred and holy when we create the space to honor it and recognize it and understand it for what it really is. When I think of anger, I think of the fire element. And if you've been tuning into this podcast for a while, or you've worked with me before, You know that I integrate the elements of nature into all of the work that I do. And, you know, when you think of the fire element, the fire element is here to, one, burn things away, and two, to connect you with passion, deeper purpose, with desire. And the fire is oftentimes the thing that drives us forward, right? That drives our vision forward, that um, drives a movement forward, and it's an instigator. It's an igniter, right? And so often we need the fire there to light the way forward, right? When we see the fire, when we see the light in the distance, it's almost like it's calling to us. It's leading us. And so when anger appears, it's the emotion that spurs into action. Now, we get to choose what we do with that emotion, right? Sometimes that emotion comes out in unhealthy ways. But if we can turn towards it and understand Why the anger is there, what it has to teach us, what it's asking from us to honor within ourselves, then anger has this potential to be an instigator, an igniter of perhaps a different pathway, perhaps a new awakening, a new opening and maybe it's just there to burn down something that really isn't working for you, that's not meant to work for you. And feeling the feeling of anger is maybe the only thing that will get you to a place where you're willing to burn something down. Because we are creatures of habit, right? We are Um, Humans tend to be people who like to stay in comfort for way too long, even when there are signs that tell us we need to be going in a different direction or we need to be energetically cutting someone something in our life. And we refuse to do so because it evokes a feeling of comfort on some level, even if it isn't fully in alignment with us. So... In so many ways, anger can have all these different functions, but it does get us to pay attention. So what are you being asked to pay attention to? What I think is really important to look at, first and foremost, as it relates to anger, is the way that we actually repress it. And this is especially true for women. If you are someone who's male-identified who's listening to this, Um, anger might present differently for you. And I'm going to talk about that. But for women in particular, anger is something that we tend to repress or that we negate within ourselves. So I will speak for my own personal experience and share on here. It wasn't up until probably a year ago where I was really willing to say that I was angry about something in the past when people in relationship with me would ask me if I was angry at them or if I was angry about a situation, my usual response would be, no, I'm just frustrated. This kind of like low level of, you know, irritation or or annoyance at someone or something. And then last year, I started getting familiarized with my human design profile and I am a manifester. And, um, one of the ways that misalignment manifests for me is through anger. And I felt like when I read that, that anger was something that was a part of my everyday experience. I was like, you know, that's not true. I rarely ever get angry. I'm like the most even keeled person you'll ever meet. I don't have, like anger outbursts. I don't feel like anger is a a really common part of my experience. And so I dismissed it at the time. And I was like, Oh, this, this isn't me, you know? And then what ended up happening is I really started to observe myself in different situations. And I started to pay more attention to my emotional response. And I started discovering this, like, hot burning reaction that I had in my body to certain situations or certain people. And it was like this like really quick burn that I felt. And then this like sudden drawback. And then I would also have moments where like the burn of this emotion would stay in my body for quite a while. And there was like a lot of rumination that would happen. And Um, I had all these like angry conversations within myself and it was then that I realized, Oh my gosh, I am angry right now. Like I am actually angry right now. And I remember feeling this feeling in my body before, but I never identified it as anger or stopped to say, Oh gosh, I'm angry right now. And what is the reason for that? Because one I am socialized as a woman to think that anger is not okay, right? To think that it's not okay for me to express my anger, um, that if I am angry that somehow I'm wrong or bad or um, that I'm going to be rejected or thought of as X, Y, and Z, right? Some kind of um, judgment on me because I am feeling angry. And really for me personally, it was this recognition that if I were to express my anger towards others, if I were to say that I really feel angry, I'm going to hurt someone else. I'm going to make someone else uncomfortable. And the underlying message is I'd rather be uncomfortable myself than make someone else uncomfortable. I'd rather people please than actually voice my truth here. And when I came to this recognition, something just shifted inside of me um, because I realized how much of myself I was actually willing to give away in order to make others feel okay around me, right? And it just goes to show how important it is for us to work with our bodies because We can remember a certain feeling in our body, even if we don't label it, even if we don't consciously understand what it is. But once we get to the point in our own healing journeys where we're starting to pay deeper attention to certain things, you'll remember the body sensation and then you'll bring awareness to exactly what it is. You'll bring conscious awareness to what that is in your body And there's a way that things just start to kind of link up together and you start to see the bigger picture, the bigger pattern of how you operate in the world. And that's exactly what then helps you to shift it and change it. Right. And so once I recognize all of these ways that I was actually undermining myself and not honoring myself, not honoring what was true for me, not speaking my truth, because I was worried of how others would feel about it, it really started to help me to shift how I showed up in that space. So it helped me to start to honor my anger and to label it when it showed up and to recognize how I was out of alignment in certain ways, what I was not speaking to, how I was not expressing myself and my needs. And I think for for me individually and what I see in a lot of my clients, one of the biggest things that you can really do for yourself in terms of allowing yourself to rise in your own leadership is to speak your needs and speak your truth. And a huge part of being soul bodied is speaking our truths. There's such power within that such necessity within that, right? For all of us. And so anger is, is that beacon that fiery beacon that can communicate to us. This isn't okay for me. This is somehow violating my boundaries or I'm not receiving what I need here. And this emotion is actually alerting me to what needs to be spoken into the space so that my needs can get met so that people can know me more and It's one of the most powerful ways that in the past year, I've really been able to shift the dynamic of some of my relationships. And it hasn't been a situation where, oh, I feel this anger towards this person or this situation and then I lash out, right? Because that's not not a healthy way of expressing anger. That's not honoring the sacredness and the holiness of the anger that's there. But it has allowed me to really self reflect what am I not honoring here within myself and how can I express that to someone else in a way that encourages deeper alignment and in a way that actually gives me the opportunity to receive what I really want in the space instead of negate what I want and push away what I want and feel like other people start meeting my needs when I'm not truly communicating myself to other people. Right, and so this is a space of deep growth individually and also in relationship with others. Um, relationships are our greatest mirrors and our greatest healers. What I also want to say that, as I've observed, you know, this within myself, I've also seen how the women that I've worked with, when confronted with the emotion of anger within the session have been really fearful of stepping into that emotion. And I think it's important for us to bring up this piece that there is this societal message that says, if you really touch into your anger, you are going to lose control, right? Which, if you've received that message, is, of course, going to make you fearful from coming into contact with that emotion and if you're fearful of something you're going to avoid it and oftentimes this happens really unconsciously like it did for me when something is programmed into you when you see messaging around this your conscious mind isn't necessarily registering that but your unconscious mind is and so we automatically sometimes push away these feelings of anger if we've been socialized in this way. So, a lot of what I'm inviting you into in this space is to start to pay attention to when anger shows up for you. Start to notice how that feels in your body to feel anger. And allow yourself to turn towards the anger, acknowledge any fear that presents itself if it's showing itself. And really enter into relationship with the sacredness of what anger has to offer to you, of what it has to teach you. And know that this is a deeply unconscious process, right? That oftentimes you're not going to automatically recognize when you're feeling angry, that sometimes it's first just about noticing that something is happening in your body and then inviting yourself into a space of curiosity about the body, about that space in your body. And eventually, you know, you might stumble upon anger showing itself, right? And this is your opportunity for opening. Now, you know, I've also worked with a lot of men, and um, I've also worked with some women where anger actually does feel really out of control. Like it's not an unconscious process at all. It's actually something that is so present in their experience that they can't avoid it. And there's a feeling like it just comes out of nowhere and you don't understand how or why, but it's like a volcano erupting. And it does feel out of control. And maybe there's even been some really negative consequences as a result of anger in relationships because the anger hasn't been expressed in healthy ways. It's just kind of flown out of you without a deeper consideration and mindfulness around how you're communicating with someone else. And so I want to talk about this as well because I have seen it show up in both men and women. And even though it's so present, the point that you can't avoid it, there is a deeper unconscious process that's happening. And usually what it means is that that person's needs have not been met and their boundaries have been violated in numerous ways. And so this can really be indicative of you know, trauma experienced over a long period of time dating back to childhood. And when I say trauma, I use that word um, in a very generalized way. There's lots of different types of trauma that we can experience. And you can think of trauma in capital T traumas, like really huge events like sexual assaults, um, car accidents, um, you know, losing parents, things like that, or smaller T traumas where, maybe our needs just aren't getting met by our parents or caretakers in lots of big and small ways over a period of time. And there's almost like this like bucket that starts to fill. And there's a lot of unspoken internalized anger that develops over time. And so eventually, like when people grow up to be adults, right, this kind of pattern tends to replicate in relationships. And it's almost like a bank, a bucket full of anger that's never been expressed. And it can be anger towards what they experienced in childhood as well. Um, Anger is really like this emotion where sometimes we can feel like it will give us more control in the moment. And so when I see people lashing out in anger, it's usually because there's a part of them that is feeling out of control, and the anger within them is trying to get a sense of control over what's happening. And so, you know, whenever anger is feeling eruptive, like that, like a volcano, or it feels like it comes out of nowhere and you just lash out at someone... It's usually because there's been a ton of unprocessed anger and needs that have not been met for a very long time. So this can look different for everyone, can have different origins, right? But the main thing to remember here is that the reason why anger feels like it comes out of nowhere Is because there's so much of it that needs to be processed, things that need to be healed within you in order for this bucket of anger to be cleared so it's not always rising to the surface in these surprising and unexpected ways where you feel like you can't control it. The other important lesson about anger is that, you know, it's really not a method that helps us to control anything. And I think most people who have lashed out or who have acted out in anger in all these different ways can attest to the fact that in fact, you know, when you lash out or do something from that space, it actually makes things worse. Right. But in the short term, you know, our brain doesn't really recognize that it's just a reaction, a need that's coming from within us. That's wanting to grasp onto some form of control and The best thing to do in this situation is to turn towards the anger, but at a time when it's not feeling particularly hot, right, where it's not like it's burning inside of you, where you really start to notice, okay, this is how anger feels in my body. And one of the ways you can actually call that into your awareness is to remember a time when you've lashed out in anger and to allow your body to come into that space where you felt the anger. But you're not in that situation anymore, but you can simply feel and observe what your body is communicating, how your body is communicating the emotion of anger to you. And that's going to be so individual for every person, which is why I encourage everyone tunes into that. And when you can start to really know how the body feels when it's angry, the more you start to feel that and understand that, the more that you're going to start to actually notice in the moment when your anger is building. And that's what eventually allows you to eliminate some of those outbursts and to um, create more space outside of a charged situation where you can actually witness the anger and understand what needs need to get met for you understand what boundaries need to be created in order for you to be in alignment in your relationships and in different situations in your life however anger manifests for you whether it's something that you don't feel like is a part of your experience at all, or whether it feels like it sneaks up on you and comes up unexpectedly. The general message here is for you to really allow yourself to turn towards it. And in both of these situations, both scenarios are actually probably going to evoke a feeling of fear as it relates to coming into relationship with anger because in one scenario you're either feeling out of control with anger and so therefore it seems counterintuitive to actually move towards anger and in another situation anger can feel so scary because we've by and large been taught that anger is a negative thing and that it's bad to be angry at other people and that people won't respond well to us if we are angry with them, right? And so there's a lot of social conditioning that needs to be unraveled here, um, depending how you've been conditioned, whether as a man or as a woman. And if you've been conditioned as a man in this society, you know, generally speaking, anger is about the only emotion you are allowed to express. So all of the other emotions that all human beings experience, no matter how you identify gender-wise, tend to get stuck underneath anger. And so for folks who have been socialized as men, one of the things that I see most often happening is that anger becomes the catch-all emotion for all other emotions. And I actually call it in most circles call it a secondary emotion in that, yeah, there might be anger there, but what happens when you scratch a little bit underneath the surface of anger? What's really underneath anger? What other emotions is anger masking? And so in this way, oftentimes, especially for people who have been socialized as men, anger can feel a lot more comfortable to express than any other emotion because, You know, people who've been socialized as men in this society are taught that it's not okay to feel sadness, that it's not okay to cry, that it's not okay to feel fear. And so the response tends to be, oh, I'm angry at this versus I'm scared of this versus I'm sad about this versus I'm anxious about this, right? And so, you know, it's important to recognize that sometimes anger can mask other things that are happening And that when we turn towards the anger, we get to witness the anger and the sacredness of what it has to teach us. And we can also usually notice the other layers that are there underneath it, which is some of the more uncomfortable emotions that are even harder to hold than anger. Honoring our sacred anger is paving a pathway towards our own liberation anger can be such a beautiful catalyst into you embodying your power in a way that's responsible and in a way that's actually connected to your deeper truths. When we don't honor our anger, we are silencing ourselves, silencing our truths. And the reason so many of us have been socialized to not feel our anger or to make anger not okay to be expressed is because for centuries women have been silenced for centuries men have been taught to use anger against women right and the more marginalized identities you have the less you've been allowed to feel your anger. And I'm thinking about like the angry black woman stereotype that exists in our society, right? The angry black male and how, you know, white supremacy has taught us to fear that, right? There is so much fear around us feeling anger and seeing others being angry there's so much embedded fear in our bodies, in our experiences that come from ancestral lineages, right? It's it's in the energy of it. And when we reclaim our anger, when we reclaim it as sacred, we are also healing generations of ancestors that never got to have their anger voiced in the world. We are honoring the truths and the voices that never had an opportunity to be heard because they were policed so much. And so anger is this opening into these deeper truths being put out into the world and they need to be heard because when we speak our truths, we heal ourselves. There's so much that gets healed within us and with in our own lineages when we just speak truth to what's inside of us. And when we suppress the truth, anger rises up inside of us as a reaction to that. So I always ask when I'm angry, what truth needs to be spoken out loud? What I also want to bring into the space when we talk about anger is that anger is such an igniter of movements. Right. And you can see that when you look at social change movements around the world, right, that people get angry about something that is happening in their communities, in the world. And they take action because anger, righteous anger is present in the space. And that is so needed. Right. Especially in this time In our lives, with everything that is happening, we need to be able to actually embrace our anger and follow it and incite movements in our communities, incite movements in the world, because that is part of what is going to help change it, right? We don't change things without fire, Fire has to be present in order for movement to occur, in order for energy to shift. And so in so many ways, anger is such an anchor into this energetic movement. And although I made this point earlier, I do want to draw us back into acknowledging how our relationship with anger can help to open the portal for us to embody power, inner power. And oftentimes we actually have a very contentious relationship with the word power, um, especially for women, right? There's, There's a lot of examples of where power has been toxic, where power has been used to overpower others right in this like domineering way but anger doesn't have to actually be domineering there doesn't have to be someone below us or someone being trampled on right when it comes to anger and power sacred anger is more about allowing the truth to be spoken from a place of integration and wholeness, right? Not in reaction, but in honoring of both yourself and the other person of both yourself and the situation that you are in. So there is such a beautiful opportunity here that the more that we can walk towards the anger, then the more that we can speak our truths and the more that we can speak our truths the more that we can step into this level of conscious power that is a well resting inside of us. And it's only waiting for us to open the door towards it and to welcome it. And I've seen this happen time and time again in my sessions with clients that when we've approached the anger, when we've allowed it to open, when we've been able to be present to What anger has for us. It's actually an opening into this deeper well of inner power. And I've had women cry in session with me because they've finally experienced the level of power that actually rests inside of their bodies. They don't have to look outside of themselves to find it, they don't have to, you know, work really hard to achieve it or receive external validation that that they are good enough that they are powerful enough that they're capable enough but that it's always been inside of them and so I've talked a lot about on this podcast how our shadow is the entrance into the light that's already within us and in that way anger is the shadow part that often invites us into deeper love and deeper levels of acknowledgement of the power that's resting inside of us and the direction that we actually already have within us to ignite whatever we desire to ignite in the world and within ourselves. So walk towards your anger. There is so much waiting for you there. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you being part of this community. And as part of the relaunch of this podcast, I am giving away prizes, really, really amazing high value prizes for folks who leave reviews of the podcast and then tag me on Instagram and share this podcast with others. So the more you share the podcast, the more you review the podcast, the more entries you receive to be entered to win one of these amazing prizes. So I would so appreciate you um, letting me know how the podcast has impacted you and letting your friends know about the podcast. So you can tag me on Instagram at the Anna, A N A, Kinkela, K I N K E L A. And I'll be sure to repost you and to just send you my gratitude for sharing this on your platform and with those, you know, I will see you next time.